We've all been there. You have an unexpected medical expense, or you get into a fender bender, but you don't have the money to pay for it immediately. Dave is the banking app that could help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. To download the Dave app, go to dave.com today. That's D-A-V-E dot com. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by an American poet named Richard Wilbur, who lived from 1921 to 2017. He is one of my favorite poets, and I've shared a number of poems with you uh, by him over the course of the last year or so. Today's poem is called October Maples, Portland. It goes like this. The leaves, though little time they have to live, were never so unfallen as today, and seemed to yield us through a rustled sieve the very light from which they fell away. A showered fire we thought forever lost redeems the air. Where friends in passing meet, they parlay in the tongues of Pentecost. Gold ranks of temples flank the dazzled street. It is a light of maples and will go, but not before it washes eye and brain with such a tincture such a sanguine glow as cannot fail to leave a lasting stain. So Mary's laundered mantle, in the tale which, like all pretty tales, may still be true, spread on the rosemary bush, so drenched the pale, slight blooms in its irradiated hue, they could not choose but to return in blue. So I like to kind of Google around when I read a poem for this show and just kind of see what is the general consensus, how much writing has been done. And I like to get sort of a, a sort of sense of perspective on how many people are talking about a poem. Certain poems like, you know, The Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner or Ozymandias or something like that are getting tons and tons of writing. They're on blog posts everywhere. They're getting uh, all kinds of criticism. You can read all kinds of um, intertextual criticism and you can read from all kinds of different literary angles and from all kinds of different literary schools of thought and all that kind of thing. But one of the things that I'm really interested in is kind of how beloved is a poem. And in Googling this poem, one of the things that I've found is that this is a poem that is just, it's so beloved among people who love Wilbur's poetry and who love autumnal poetry and who just love poetry in general. I didn't find, interestingly, a ton of critical responses to it. I found a lot of blogs who were like, you have to read this poem. This poem is amazing. That kind of thing, you know, just sheer, pure, unadulterated love and energy for a poem. And I love that. I love discovering that about a poem. One blog post, the blog is called newcityrising.com. And uh, they wrote about this poem a couple of years ago. Um, and the person mentions that they love that um, Wilbur has, has, quote, done the delicate thing of making autumn speak in fresh ways. And he does this partly by linking it to the dawn of all seasons. The reference to the legend of the rosemary's coloration imports spring, filling the fall of the years and our senescent souls with proto-evangelical color. End quote. Uh, a really interesting short little blog post talks about Pentecost, paradise being an eschatological achievement, all kinds of things like that if you want to get into the theology of it. Uh, so again, that's newcityrising.com and they have a, 
they have a blog post called First Love is Final Love. But I just really enjoyed that line there that he's done the delicate thing of making autumn speak in fresh ways. I've read some autumnal poems this last month or so. And in a certain way, they all kind of say the same thing about the sort of uh, dynamic of things dying, but also being beautiful. You know, that's the sort of core theme of autumn poetry, right? And, and rightly so. I mean, that, that's a, it's a thing that all people feel, um, and thus it makes um, become something that, that many, many poets are going to write about. And it's not that Wilbur is doing something thematically so original. It wouldn't be the, f- it's not like he's the first poet to say, well, maybe it's more complicated than that, right? Maybe that maybe there is a life in the death, <laughs> right? Um, that the beauty itself implies there is life even in death um, and that it goes beyond just harvest. Um, I, I think the delicacy that this blogger is talking about, and it doesn't say on here what the person's name is. Um, I'll, I'll have to look that up. Um, but there is a delicacy in the way the poem is presented the the four stanzas plus the final line um the a b a b rhyme schemes throughout um the 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 sort of quintessential wilbur formalism that makes the poem so um readable but which but but in which is buried the complexity um you know it's it's just so precise the language is so precise the images are so precise there's such a consistency of it uh my friend heidi white who you've heard from occasionally on this podcast and on other podcasts uh, she texted me you know this is a perfect poem and i i don't know that i have a case to make against that (laughs) so um, i'll read it one more time for you and then i'll let you contemplate whether this is the perfect poem or a perfect poem richard wilbur's october maples portland The leaves, though little time they have to live, were never so unfallen as today, and seemed to yield us through a rustled sieve the very light from which time fell away. A showered fire we thought forever lost redeems the air, where friends in passing meet, they parley in the tongues of Pentecost, gold ranks of temples flank the dazzled street. It is a light of maples, and will go, but not before it washes eye and brain with such a tincture, such a sanguine glow, as cannot fail to leave a lasting stain. So Mary's laundered mantle, in the tale which, like all pretty tales, may still be true, spread on the rosemary bush, so drenched the pale, slight blooms in its irradiated hue, they could not choose but to return in blue. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.